took the supermarket flowers from the windowsill. I threw the day-old tea from the cup. Packed up the photo album Matthew had made. Memories of a life that's been loved. Took the Garrett Welcome to the Living Healthy and Aging Well radio show. This is all about your health and your life. We cover a broad range of topics, including wellness, health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support. Hello, my name is Ken Hagland, and we have another great show for you today. Joining me in studio is Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator and family coach. And we will be talking about family coaching services, something that is very underutilized in today's uh, elder care areas and people with chronic conditions. And we'll talk a lot about these amazing services that Valerie can provide families uh, with today's very difficult decisions that have to be made. We are broadcasting live today and are looking forward to answering your questions on this important topic. Please feel free to call us at 952-946-6205. Or for you shy people out there, you can text us your questions at 612-999-3426. Our show producer, Eric Nelson, will be answering the phones today and managing the program. Thank you, Eric, for your help. Thanks, Ken. You can also text us here, again, for suggestions or ideas for future shows using that same text number, 612-999-3426. And you can find all the podcasts for our previous shows on the AM950 website by clicking the On Demand button and then clicking on our show logo. Each week, we bring you specialists, experts, and people with a passion for helping others from the health and wellness fields to provide insights and recommendations on how to navigate the complexities and challenges of managing both you and your family's health and quality of life. We also focus on our senior population and how we can help you prepare for the various stages of life's transitions. In addition, we provide vital information for the caregivers who are essential to supporting our elder population. I'm so grateful each week for the opportunity to bring you these timely and relevant topics, and I'm thankful for the tremendous response you, our listening audience, have provided to us regarding this radio show. Please continue to send us your questions and comments and suggestions to our radio show phone number, which is 612-999-3426. As I said every week here, we are living in such a unique time in human history. Over 78 million people of the baby boom generation continue to move into retirement, and our population mix is rapidly shifting. Over 4 million people each year retire at a rate of over 10,000 per day. And uh, for the first time in our state's history, um, in the next 10 years, we'll have more people that are over 65 years old than the entire population under 18 for the first time in our state's history. And so we uh, we are living in such an interesting time here. And we also have a tremendous epidemic of age-related diseases that are now affecting us, and it's affecting the impact on families. And so we're going to be talking a lot about how that can be helped with services like the ones that Valerie Richards, our guest today, provides. So each week, um, we will continue to provide you with more information to help you achieve your best quality of life. Once again, I want to remind you we are broadcasting live, and feel free to give us a question or two here and try to do it early in the show. We get many questions that come in at the end of the show, and we have a hard time getting to those. So please give us a call early at 952-946-6205. Well, I'd like to introduce our guest today, Valerie Richards. She's an Alzheimer's educator and family coach. And the focus of today's uh, conversation is family coaching services. But before we get into that conversation um, about these these great services, Valerie, would you please tell us about your background and how you became an Alzheimer's educator and family coach provider? Sure. Thanks, Ken. And I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for inviting me back again. 
I do call myself an Alzheimer's educator and family coach, and really what I do overall is I provide education for the community, training for professionals, and I work privately coaching families uh, to facilitate overall quality of life for everybody involved through these um, challenging times of uh, aging transitions, uh, progressive dementia and Alzheimer's, and end-of-life situations. So my goal is to really motivate and empower the individuals, the caregivers, and the families to uh, live well uh, through these transitions and to interact positively uh, overall as a community as well with people with these conditions. Um, As uh, uh, I've mentioned before, too, I am uh, certified to do advanced care planning. So I do consultations around those sorts of uh, topics and not just to prepare, say, a healthcare directive to make those specific plans, but also to uh, get together with families so that they can understand upcoming treatments and decisions of that loved one better as well to overall facilitate the uh, implementation of that individual's uh, preferences. So um, that's kind of what I do. My background is in um, business, in healthcare services and um, medical products and things to essentially improve people's quality of life uh, through the use of products and services. And so I uh, studied a lot of different disease states and worked with different medical professionals and families using the products and the affected individuals and so forth. So in my past, that's what I was doing. And then after going through a family experience with Alzheimer's through my father, also my father-in-law of 25 years, uh, stepfather-in-law technically, And also uh, post-stroke with my mother-in-law. I worked with uh, each of my families uh, in those situations to help, of course, provide them with the best quality of life and learned a lot of the hard knocks as a a caregiver in a family. And so uh, that's where kind of my passion comes on the coaching side to provide coaching to families uh, and caregivers to come through this experience better. We, we know that um, there's a lot of, I wish I know then what I know now, that uh, you know caregivers realize later that had they gotten help sooner, they would have helped themselves stay healthier, they would have helped their families stay stronger, and they would have provided better care for their uh, loved one with dementia or in the, the uh, chronic situation. Well, not to mention even the stress level. And what mm-hmm. I have found with a lot of the patients that we work with in our practice, earlier planning reduces stress. And it's amazing how much stress can impact the quality of life through that transition and beyond. And beyond, absolutely. Uh, We know very well that caregivers who reach out to these services and get some resources and help along the way and address these issues, and by the way, support groups are a fantastic way for for those caregivers to not just get information and, and education, but also support and social support from others. So we know that caregivers, when they reach out for these things sooner in the journey, they come through this experience better. Uh, All these caregivers experience a high level of stress, and their depression is common for the the, uh, affected individual as well as the caregiver. But the key is with those caregivers, if they reach out sooner, that depression tends to alleviate a little sooner, uh, tends to not maybe be as uh, extreme, and as well as they're, they're able to you know, facilitate that good quality of life for their loved one as they go through the journey. Yeah. One of the things I want to uh, maybe follow back up here on, um, you said about uh, planning and, and, and doing things sooner than later. One of the topics you had mentioned that one of the areas that you're an expert uh, in and, and are certified in is advanced care planning. And I think sometimes people forget about how important it is to do the advanced care planning with the family member or members while they can participate in that. Many times you're brought in or other people are brought in when a person may not have the ability to participate in those discussions. And it puts, again, a lot of pressure on the family to make decisions on behalf of someone who they don't necessarily know what they really would have wanted. It, it sure does. And, you know, we, we know that families, it's, it's a gift to your family right. to do that advanced care planning. So 
if it's if it's if it's still possible, which certainly just because we have a diagnosis of dementia doesn't mean that individual cannot make their decisions for themselves. So depending where they are in the progression, you may still be able to sit down. And I've I've done a healthcare directive with an individual with mild uh, Alzheimer's. So, you know, it might not be too late uh, if it's too late to actually get something documented um, discussion either with that ind- affected individual or possibly just within the family to maybe look at the directive they have or talk about the experiences the families have been through in the past and what their loved one's views are to kind of air out that what might be coming, um, what their choices might be in, in respective to that, and then essentially get the family thinking about those things. Um, you know, I'm a real believer that if we think about those things ahead of time, we can sit back and live life. So if our loved one haven't, hasn't had the, the uh, hasn't completed these things in advance, at least as a family we can sit down and we can talk about uh, where we see what they've experienced, what their, their um, decisions would probably be, and get a little bit of um, understanding about that. The thing about uh, the end-of-life planning is we never want to have to make decisions in a crisis. That's right. And my coaching helps so that people can think about these things prior, and hopefully they're not in a crisis situation. When we're in a crisis situation, we tend to make decisions and act a lot more on emotion than we do on facts or on the reasoning of that individual's, um, you know, choices and so forth. Um, And we also, uh, you know, help reduce that stress of everybody in making those decisions because we know that we're doing it based on uh, previous discussions. Right. Well, we are up against the break here. We'll be right back to continue our conversations about family coaching services with Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator and family coach. Please stay with us. I started going cold turkey. Well, at least when I'm in the car. I know I shouldn't do it, but it's so hard to stop. That's why I hide it from myself, so I won't be tempted. I used to do it all the time. I stopped by locking it in my glove compartment. My friend used to do it way too much. Now I turn it off when we're in the car. My solution is simple. I just don't do it. There are lots of ways to stop yourself and others from texting and driving. How will you stop? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is Ellie Krug from Ellie 2.0 Radio on Mondays from 7 to 8 a.m. Many listeners know that I founded Human Inspiration Works LLC, which trains on human inclusivity and on how to be welcoming diverse humans. Today, organizations of all sizes find that they need to train team members on diversity and inclusion. I can do that. Many say that my trainings change the way they see the world. I'd love to help make your organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club is delighted to offer its spacious facilities for your private function. From weddings, retirement parties, business dinners, or any special occasion, Crooner's combines a dedicated, full-service special events team, an award-winning chef, and a beautiful lakeside ambiance to make your event a resounding success. Visit croonersloungemn.com to learn more about their private dining options, or call 763-571-9020 to get a quote for your next event today. I'm Richard R.J. Escal, and this week on The Zero Hour, how our economic system shapes our families and our relationships. Where do we go with Medicare for All? And we'll have a first-person report on events in Venezuela. All this and more on The Zero Hour, every Sunday night from 9 till midnight on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland stoves and fireplaces and i experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire i also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles 
So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. Welcome back. You are listening to the Living Healthy and Aging Well show. This radio program is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice, an independent physician-owned medical practice serving local Minnesota communities for over 10 years with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. If you have any questions regarding the end-of-life care or support services, please contact the compassionate team of experts at Minnesota Hospice at 952 898-1022 or visit them online at minnesotahospice.com. My name is Ken Hagland and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator and family coach. And we are talking about family coaching services. And Valerie, I'd like to make sure that our audience knows how they can reach you and your organization. Would you let them know your best contact information? Fantastic. You can reach me by phone at 651-210-7866. My website is familieswithdementia.com or familieswithalzheimers.com, and you can send an email through there, or my direct email as well as vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com. All right. That easiest way to get you a 651 651- Two one zero seven eight six six. You got it. Okay. All right. So, folks, please give her a call because uh, this is this is Valerie's second time on the show here within a year because of the great services that she's been providing to families and communities. And I really want to make sure you know that there is a resource out there to help you with these various transitions that you and your family will be going through. Um, as a reminder to our audience, we are live on the air today and most Saturdays and are looking forward to taking your questions. Please feel free to call us now at 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205, or you can text us your questions at 612-999-3426. All right, last segment we were talking about some of the services you provide, your background, uh, some of the great things that that your um, programs help uh, families with. But let's let's talk more about you know, how you go about doing that. Because I think uh, this, is a, this is kind of a new thing, uh, family coaching services. Um, and I've, I've mentioned it uh, previously that it's kind of like a life coach for a family instead of a life coach for an individual. And especially when you know, your focus is on, uh, on facilitating the quality of life for anybody affected by a chronic condition. And as we both agreed, aging can be a chronic condition. Absolutely, it and, sure and is. Because you know, we're all living longer. I mean, the, the advances in medical care and things have allowed us to have a longer lifespan, but many people aren't necessarily satisfied because that that brings in so many more issues to deal with. Sure. And, and the quality of life of both the loved one and the family uh, can really be be stressed because of the things we can do now that we couldn't do before. Sure, and we know that the impact of, of this situation, the demographic and these conditions, is big on everybody from the affected individual to the caregiver, family, and our community and society. So really, when I started this work, my overall mission is to raise awareness around these issues and challenges, increase understanding about and, and education, and provide some solutions, to overall improve the life experience through these um, situations. And so, uh, uh, again, education and coaching is my bag. In terms of the family uh, coaching, uh, specifically how I do that with families is it's a a prearranged situation. I'm available to families really any day of the week or any time of day that's best for the – I meet with an individual caregiver or a group – 
hopefully we build a team around that caregiver. So my availability is whenever it's best for them, as long as I don't have something scheduled. Uh, I do it at their convenience and at a location that's good for them. So hopefully they will, can tell me, well, you know, the four of us can meet in whatever uh, city. And then I find a private, comfortable room for us to meet in. So I'm very flexible in, in approaching this with a family. Um, the coaching is private and it's customized. So specifically, uh, the privacy is within that room and those individuals involved. And, um, you know, I provide uh, multiple resources and service suggestions, uh, things that, uh, again, families aren't even aware may be out there to help them through this journey. Um, I am independent, though. I do not receive referral fees or anything. So when I make suggestions for services and such, I will essentially uh, uh, suggest hopefully what I feel is most suitable to their situation. Uh, and the big thing around this is to um, deliver timely information for them so that they can make those choices. Um, I'm compensated on typically an hourly situation, but I do have some packages for for caregivers and families as well. And so um, the idea of the, the, the gathering with those folks is to really bring uh, people most integral in that care uh, to the same table, the same page, as I say, because uh, one loved one or one family member uh, may have a lot of experience with that individual and be seeing the changes and the needs and all of that very clearly. Um, maybe too close sometimes. Uh, another family member might not have as much personal experience and ongoing experience with their loved ones. They may not see as much. Um, People also are in a different uh, place in terms of the uh, information around the condition the loved one has. One of the big challenges for families is to really uh, receive that diagnosis of dementia and understand that diagnosis of dementia. So bring everybody to the same page on that information as much as possible. Hear some of their concerns. So try to give everybody an opportunity to talk about their concerns because what I think might be their biggest concern, it might be something completely different. So I really try to uh, give them an opportunity. So um, then we try to plan ahead. We try to do some uh, planning. I try to provide uh, some timely information, uh, education about resources, uh, information about um, all sorts of things. So I'm very big picture with families when we meet. I really try to, again, hear their concerns and where their hot buttons are and where the priorities might lay out. Um, but overall, I, I'm the expert around this condition, but I know a little bit about a lot of things. So whether it's something like home adaptions or home services, community living, uh, even finances or financial planning a little bit. Don't do that, but, but a, a little bit can really uh, help put them on the right path to um, make the decisions for their loved one and guide their decisions. Well, I think the, the one of the things we talked about off the air, and we've got about a minute left in this segment, um, is the fact that the goal for most people is to, is to maintain their independence for as long as possible. And I think uh, there's always a, a, a struggle with the family, maybe the, the children, of thinking, well, you know, what really constitutes independent living? And um, let's, let's, um, let's talk about that a little bit further because that's Fantastic. a big stressor in families um, uh, these days as people go through the aging process. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that here after a break. And uh, once again, I want to let people know we are uh, talking with Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator and family coach. We'll be right back after a short commercial break to continue the great conversations about the family coaching services that she provides. Please stay with us. This is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland Stoves and fireplaces and I experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire. 
I also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles. So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuchke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake Rudy Luther Toyota has a great selection of new vehicles, but Rudy Luther is one of the top 10 largest volume Toyota certified pre-owned vehicle dealers in the country. They have the best cars, an amazing selection, and unbelievable pricing. With Rudy Luther Toyota fair value pricing, you'll always get an unbeatable price on every vehicle. They'll give you that fair value price up front with no hassle. Online at Rudy Luther Toyota or stop by Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hi, I'm Kirk. And I'm Chad. With Bricks Real Estate and the House Geeks Real Estate Show, Sundays at noon on AM 950. Here with your House Geeks Market Minute. 5.95 is the average number of showings per week per listing in the 200 to 400K price range in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. This is up over last week and is a main indicator of current demand in the marketplace. Pending home sales are down over the same time last year, 13.3%. And the 30-year conventional interest rate is at around 4.41%. This is up up over last week's 4.35%. Conclusion for buyers. If you're not finding what you're looking for, don't worry. As temps warm up in the next few weeks, more homes should be coming on the market shortly. For sellers, if you wait until the grass and trees are green, you might miss out on some green. Want to know the smarter way to buy and sell homes in the Twin Cities? Check us out online anytime at housegeeks.com. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be mostly sunny with a high near 35, and tonight, increasing clouds with a low around 20. Sunday, a 20% chance of snow before 1 p.m. with a high near 37. Monday, partly sunny with a high near 39 and a low around 27. Your Eat Local Minnesota's Restaurant of the Week is the Downtowner Wood Fire Grill. The Downtowner is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Experience their cozy fireside dining alongside their delicious food and extensive wine list. Check out the full menu at downtownerwoodfire.com. Hallelujah, you were an angel in the shape of my mom. When I fell down, you'd be there holding me up. Spread your wings as you go. And when God takes you back, he'll say, Hallelujah, you're home. Welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. This radio program is brought to you in part each week by Genetic Health Rx. They specialize in providing DNA testing to help ensure the medications you are taking or are planning to take are the best for your unique genetic profile. And they also may help to reduce potential negative drug side effects. They work with your doctor at Genetic Health Rx to create a personalized medication management program by using a simple one-time test that is covered by Medicare and most insurance plans. For more information, please call the great folks at Genetic Health Rx at 612-999-3577. Once again, 612-999-3577. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards. She's an Alzheimer's educator and family coach. And we are talking today about family coaching services, a very underutilized service here in the Twin Cities that uh, people really just don't know much about. And Valerie helps communities and families and you live better through dementia, other chronic conditions, Aging Transitions and End of Life. So we're having a great show today to talk about what those services are and encourage you to reach out to her and at least give her a call 
Ask her about the questions that you may have about your situation that you may be going through. And we're going to talk about uh, some stories here this segment um, about how Valerie has helped support families through the transitions of life. But uh, Valerie, before we get back into the conversation, would you let our audience know how they can best reach you? Sure. Thanks, Ken. My phone number is 651-210-7866. Website is uh, familieswithdementia.com or familieswithalzheimers.com. You can reach me, uh, send an email or a note through that website right now, even though it's a bit under construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my direct email is vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com. All right. And once again, that phone number to best to get you is 651 651- Two nine. I'm sorry. Two one zero seven eight six 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 five one two one zero seven eight six six. All right. And if you if you have any questions today, folks, please give us a call. This is a great chance to speak with a, a specialist in helping support families through transitions um, in life. And uh, you can reach us here at nine five two nine four six six two zero five nine five two. Nine four six six two zero five, or you can text us your question at six one two nine 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 three four two six. Well, last segment um, we ended up starting to talk about the goal for people at uh, transition in their life. The goal that we have found has always been how do I maintain my independence, and that can uh, and, and lifestyle and quality of life. There's, there's kind of three different dimensions there that we can right. talk a bit about, but ultimately we we uh, we want to have as much independence and choice in our lives, and that's what creates quality of life uh, to a mm-hmm. large degree. So, but the problem is is that you may have parents who are thinking that they are. Um, that they are are independent, and yet the the children are taking on more and more responsibilities throughout the you know, the daily living activities, and so they end up uh, coming to you and saying, "Boy, how do we help mom and dad see that that we really need to have additional help here? And right. whether, whether it be planning help or otherwise, maybe you can talk a little bit about that." Well, and I like that you added that lifestyle because you're right. Independence tends to be the uh, focus, especially with us uh, staunch, strong Minnesotans. <laughs> but I, I do think that a lot of it is lifestyle. It's it's I want to live my life the way I want to live my life, whether it's in my own home or not. But certainly, staying in your own home is big is a big uh, uh, issue for a lot of people. So through the coaching. Um, again, to better understand that that um, diagnosis and what it means for the future, navigate the resources, maintain our relationships, and then hopefully live well and live the way we want. Um, but for families, it's really difficult to go through these uh, times um, and focus on the goals for that individual. So um, let me give you an example of a family that I worked with. We actually didn't have the primary caregiver the spouse, in the consult because um, the uh, team around that caregiver was very concerned with one of the adult children who was providing a lot of direct care uh, for that loved one many days of the week, and that person was getting um, stressed and and concerned and so forth. And um, in this case, the kind of dementia that this individual was uh, exhibiting had some obsessive, inappropriate behaviors, um, really some some tough uh, situations for that family member. And so we gathered the uh, team, again, not the, the primary caregiver, but the rest of them. So sometimes it, it, it's not even, you know, <laughs> we're not going to yeah. take on mom or dad, say, uh, who's the caregiver, but we're going to rally around them. So provided some education and coaching specifically around interacting with that individual, uh, information about communicating with people with dementia. And then I'm not a medical um, person to diagnose. However, the uh, behaviors they were exhibiting seemed to be of a more, uh, in this case, frontotemporal dementia type versus Alzheimer's. And the woman had a, a diagnosis of Alzheimer's. So I gave them a referral or suggested a couple specialty physicians. They did actually go to uh, uh, a specialty physician. The dementia diagnosis was expanded. Medications were changed. And it really made a difference in that individual's behaviors, in uh, the advice the family got about interacting with that person and handling uh, some of those behaviors. 
And um, I'm, I was really pleased because I heard later that that, that uh, the spouse and the, the person with dementia were able to take, uh, they were big travelers, they were able to take one last trip, particularly together, and that individual was able to be at home through the end of life with some of those changes. So. Yeah, no, it almost becomes an advocacy that you can provide in a, in a very subtle way. Say we sure. do, yeah, we do have a caller, um, Jane from St. Paul, um, that has a question for us. Uh, go, Hi, Ken. go ahead, I've Jane. I called you before. Yeah, and um, I wanted to let you know that my husband is now in memory care. We put him in right after um, Christmas, and um, <clears throat> it's um, actually been a kind of a blessing in disguise. A lot of his frustrations. <clears throat> His delusions, his anxiety and everything, his behaviors were associated with the home and um, the functioning of the home, the balancing the checkbook and taking care of some of those things that he still felt he could do. But um, my uh, point in listening to all of you is um, how much uh, initially we um, relied on um, counselors and stuff to get us on the right track. Um, I myself am an RN. I have worked in elder care, and um, I also have a daughter that's a master's trained nurse in education, and I have a social worker daughter. And so we had a lot of support, but we still needed direction. You know, that, that's a, Jane, that's a great point. We bring up maybe a lot of specialty uh, skills and experiences to these equations, but we're also still the the husband, the wife, the daughter, the son that has other roles to play besides the the uh, the specialist uh, skills that we bring. And you're right, we can't be a master of all trades. We we really no. we really I think what you're saying to me is that it really helps to have someone who can come in with an independent perspective like a Valerie Richards and who has the experience that she's living this every day for several families. And we started uh, right after his diagnosis, and we've been at this for about 12 years. We started, of course, with mild cognitive impairment. But the thing is, we found a um, a really good um, day program through our um, neurologist and stuff, and uh, it was called Living Well, and it was essentially for people with early onset or early uh, stage dementia. And it included arts and poetry and ceramics and different things like that, story writing. And when that kind of, I shouldn't say folded, but there weren't enough people to make it um, uh, and then to continue with it, we ended up um, at a uh, facility, Wilder, and they have an adult day program that has very high-quality programs there, including art, writing from the loft, and different things like that. So when we broke it to my husband that he was going to be going into memory care, and this just kind of came up just all of a sudden because you're on a list, right? That's right. And they call and they say, we have a room. So um, we decided that we would place him, but we would also keep him in his day program. He has Lewy body dementia. He's very high-functioning. As a matter of fact, he um, this week is going to have a fitness assessment so we can go to the gym at the facility where he lives. Yeah, that's great. Well, yeah. Jane, Jane, tell you what, we are going to run out of time here. Um, I'd like to have uh, Valerie comment on some of the things you've talked about, and I sure appreciate uh, your call into the show, and, and thank you for being a, a regular thank listener. You, we sure appreciate that. Thank look you, look forward to hearing from you on a, on a future show. Thanks, Jane. Yeah, thank, you. Yeah, J- thank you, Jane, and I wish you and your family well on the rest yeah. of the journey here. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned a lot of things that are fantastic. You mentioned respite care and, of course, learning early on how to live well through this progression, and those those are key. Um, and so especially you mentioned Lewy body dementia. We, um, you know, a lot of things are geared toward Alzheimer's and, and these other dementias can be a little different. So number one, reaching out for services early, uh, which you did, helped no doubt extend the time in the home with your, your uh, husband. And then you also mentioned the move and the fact that, you know, there are triggers in our environment, particularly in that home environment. So um, that that move actually what we think of as being this is this is the worst thing. We hoped it wouldn't come to this. But actually that environment can be very appropriate and helpful to your loved one and, and make them in a much more peaceful situation. And also a move to community living like that can 
let a spouse be a spouse. So when you visit, you don't have to do the personal cares. You don't have to worry about the laundry and the next meal for your loved one. You can really um, arrive and and be a spouse to your to your to your loved one. Um, the other thing that this brings up is. Uh, transitions of care. Now, a transition of care is when essentially we're making uh, our loved one is going through a change due to that progression of the dementia in this case, and um, it's a change in maybe a healthcare professional, a level of care, a location of a service. In this case, residents uh, change, and those transitions of care tend to be, and it's well documented, a very uh, high opportunity for errors for setbacks for the individual and so forth. But um, with some uh, coaching around these transitions, it can really make these transitions go smoother. In this case, a transition to residential care, uh, but possibly just on to different services, whether it be uh, adult day service like Jane mentioned. So really in the coaching, my goal is to help uh, families and caregivers improve the communication around these transitions of care, help manage the expectations uh, for them going through them, and then help them increase the accountability of whatever uh, service they're engaging as well. Fantastic. All right. It is time again for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversations about family coaching services with Valerie Richards, Alzheimer's educator and family coach. Please stay with us. Why must the world be so cold? They've gone against what was told. Thinking rape is cool? Think about it. They think it's not wrong. Violence against women? The rape? The abuse? The emotional? Physical? They all hold the hate. Think about it. Is it right or wrong? What attracts you? I'm not saying no names, but you laugh. Talk about it like nothing is wrong? Think about it. They all hold the hate? Gotta stop the violence. Stop the hate? Think about it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hello, this is Ralph Nader, host of the Ralph Nader Radio Hour. Join me and my guests every week when we dive deeply into the subjects that matter to you the most, but are rarely on the mass media. Every Sunday for early birds at 7 a.m. and Monday at 6 a.m., And if you're not an early bird, 9 p.m. on Monday, right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. Hi, this is Paul Metza inviting all of you out there in AM 950 land to listen to my radio show, The Wall of Power Radio Hour, every weekend on AM 950. We feature musicians, actors, politicians, homicide cops, record stores, Metza documentaries. We've even had Bob Dylan's first drummer on Saturday nights at 6 p.m. Replayed Sunday at 4 p.m. You can also follow it at paulmetza.com. The Wall of Power Radio Hour. Cool people from all walks of life and all 50 states. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can go solar with All Energy Solar, even way up north in Minnesota. Lots of people ask them, isn't Minnesota too cloudy for solar? No. The truth? For one thing, Minneapolis gets nearly as much sun each year as Houston, Texas. But it isn't just about how much sun you get. It's also about having access to great local incentive programs that make solar affordable. Learn what your options are to save with solar and visit allenergysolar.com today. It's March, there's basketball, but the real madness is putting up with dirty, nasty carpeting. Time to call in your cleaning heroes at Zero Res. Get three rooms of carpeting clean for just $129. Call 952-ZERO-RES. That's 952-ZERO-RES. Or go to ZeroResMinnesota.com. That's ZeroResMinnesota.com. Don't forget to ask for the AM950 special. Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. You were an angel in the shape of my mom When I 
fell down, you'd be there holding me up. Spread your wings as you go. And when God takes you back, he'll say hallelujah, you're home. All right, welcome back. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. And this radio program is uh, all about your health and your life. And my name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today in studio is Valerie Richards. She's an Alzheimer's educator and family coach. And we're talking today specifically about family coaching services. Valerie, would you mind one more time giving uh, the folks uh, in our audience information about how they can contact you to talk to you more about these family coaching services that you offer? Sure. My phone number is 651 610-7866. Website is familieswithdementia.com. You can send an email, uh, a contact through that, or my direct email is vjrichards at familieswithdementia.com. All right, fantastic. So, folks, if you have any questions about this this amazing service, family coaching services, especially as it relates to uh, transitions of care, um, please give uh, Valerie a call, 651 210-7866. Two one zero seven eight six six. Now, also, we are live on the air today. If you have a question, uh, like our longtime listener Jane had last segment, please feel free to give us a call early on in this segment because this is a short segment, and you can reach us at nine five two nine four six six two zero five. And Eric will be happy to take your call and get you on the air. Once again, that's nine five two nine four six six two zero five. Or you can also text us at 612-999-3426. Last segment, um, we were talking uh, about transitions of care and how important that is uh, in in helping maintain independence for as long as possible, but also um, maintaining the quality of life and the lifestyle of of our loved ones. And um, I want to follow up with that uh, conversation with you, Valerie, and, and talk about um, you know the cost effectiveness of getting someone like yourself involved as early on in the process. In right. fact, I would encourage people before they even have a uh, crisis or a shock event or a diagnosis, you've got parents, you've got time is, is going on, and it, it just helps to take away so much of the unknown, which creates the stress, by having a plan. And, and as you said, right. Valerie – even just a big generalized overview, what would things look like? Because for many of us, this is the first time we're going to go through this transition of caring for our parents or our spouse or a loved one. Right. And and as you've said several, several times to me, people never say, I, I, uh, I, I wish I just didn't do this. I mean, it's always about, I wish I would have known sooner these resources. And, and as a, a, a person like you who's very networked, you can help point out areas where people can get help. And again, it's, it's, right. it's, a, it's a third-party independent source of information <laughs> that, that you can come in and really help with those family dynamics right. of planning. Well, and we know um, the costs of long-term care and of these services is not cheap, yeah. right? It's, it, it can be very expensive. And certainly when somebody goes into a memory care or residential care situation, it's very expensive. So the emphasis here is there's help out there. As Jane said, there's other programs. My urgency for families is, as you said, get help very soon to start thinking about these things, where they might go, what fits into the lifestyle of the individual and make sense. My fees are a pittance for a couple of hour uh consultation with me it's a pittance compared to a day with um adult day or uh companion care or certainly even a day in community living so we can really spend those dollars and uh, uh so forth more wise as we go in the journey the other thing is obviously there are other costs to this the um stress as we've talked about and so forth so really we want to uh hit home to to get help soon and and don't wait as uh dwight d eisenhower said in preparing for battle I always found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. So I mentioned earlier about avoiding crisis. You know, um, having a crisis with our loved one with dementia tends to lead to long-term care, whether it's they've had a fall, they've wandered and gotten lost or whatever. So um, 
trying to get together to assess the information, get some information and advice that makes sense in their situation, uh, addressing their concerns so they stay together as a family can really make a huge difference in the long run. And um, certainly uh, the use of those services can help someone um, stay in their own home or stay there longer um, and reduce the costs, the actual costs overall. Um, the, and we've, we've talked again, it's not all financial. Uh, I was uh, working within a support group setting with a primary caregiver who was struggling at home uh, uh, caring for their spouse. They were very sad. They were really struggling and getting drained down with this situation. They had adult children who were helping, but but not quite real effectively. So in making some suggestions around respite services, uh, resources for in-home services, sometimes adaptions in the home, too, by the way, can make a huge difference. And this caregiver engaged in the services, uh, helped with particularly some tasks that, in this case, it was a male caregiver for a wife, some tasks that he wasn't necessarily comfortable doing in those personal cares, made a big, big um, difference. And then in coordination with those home services and those adult children, um, that spouse was able to take a trip with extended family. And I can't even describe the smile and the relief that was on their face the next time I saw this gentleman. So, um, and again, that information was provided within a support group setting. Um, the other thing is, as we talk about these transitions of care, I've had a residential care center, a community living site, actually invite me in to a care conference with a family group because that community living was recognizing changes and the need for upping of services. Well, it's hard for them to say, you should spend thousands more a month on your loved one. Um, so they brought me in to kind of help educate that family, um, talk about the situation, some solutions that we could uh, start with, and then maybe expand services or eventually go to a different level of care later. So extend the time they were able to to stay in this case in assisted living, but then also look ahead to those changes and what that community living center uh, might be able to provide for them in the long run too. So, uh, so that's that's a mm-hmm. huge part of this. And you know, we we've talked a lot. These are challenging times. These are uh, family dysfunction and difficulties. Sometimes these are stressful situations. But I really want to end on maybe somewhat of a positive about note one too. Left, yeah. Um, that, you know, uh, going through this journey, I've made wonderful friends. It was not a journey I wish on anybody through uh, the progression of this this dementia. But people make new friends. They sometimes become much closer to the individual who's affected with the dementia, learn about that individual's past, grandkids, nieces, nephews, really learn and, and um, enjoy that. Um, and we strengthen sometimes those relationships within family members. Also, the other elders involved or family sometimes uh, get their financial plans and their, uh, they prepare well, too, for their own future, which is a good feeling for everybody. That's right. Well, Valerie, thank you so much for being on the show today. We are nearing the end, and I want to let people know that it's not about surviving. It's about thriving. And focusing on that opportunity to work with someone like Valerie Richards can help that process and help your quality of life. Thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Until next time, live well. I fluff the pillows, made the bed.